This is the KOTO Community Radio News for Wednesday, December 27th. I'm Gavin McGough. And I'm Julia Caulfield. In today's headlines, Ecology Commission prepped and ready for 2024. Rock to Bach with Take 3. A look back. Below Lift 9, skiers savor a silver lining. And a mountain weather forecast. The days of the dog poop committee are over. Long ago, this was the cheeky moniker of Telluride's Ecology Commission, which was largely tasked with publicizing town rules on matters of human-wildlife interaction and, yes, picking up after your pet. But, says Assistant Town Manager Zoe Denall, with an increased concern over climate change, the role of the Ecology Commission has been expanding. In 2022, the town of Telluride adopted their climate action plan. This, I wouldn't say shifted, but gave some deeper direction for the Ecology Commission to help broaden the bench of accomplishing some of those goals. Denal continues the Climate Action Plan lays out the huge lift needed to make Telluride carbon neutral by 2040. It is a very well-organized document. It has a lot of great step-by-step instructions almost on how to accomplish things. It even identifies what are the things that can be accomplished in the short term, midterm, long term. So it helps um, set those timeline expectations. It also helps with the priorities. As the demands of Telluride's green energy transition have become clear, the Ecology Commission has been stepping up to work with both the community and town staff on implementation. Earlier this month, the Telluride Town Council approved the Ecology Commission's work plan for 2024. Of the work plan, Denal says, We've kind of built it out in two different sections or categories, which is um, educate and advocate, and then research and inform. So the educate and advocate pieces are really educating the community on our municipal code items right now of like littering or idling or some of these really important laws that we have in place that aren't always followed. Darren Graber, who recently joined town staff as Telluride's first ever sustainability grant coordinator, adds Ecology Commission members will also be researching the latest and greatest on going green and reporting back to town staff. Zoe mentioned changing technologies and emerging you know, policies or new ideas in other communities, I'm always interested to learn uh, and to have a whole team of folks uh, to work with that can be researching best practices. Graber himself, along with his position, are new to Telluride in 2024. His role is focused on capturing grants to help Telluride meet its ambitious goals. There's a lot of funding out there right now, um, federally and statewide, for a lot of things that relate to Uh, or that are addressed in this plan. So I think um, I'm excited to really dig in and see what we can get going as soon as possible. Beyond the tasks of renewable energy research and community outreach, the Ecology Commission's 2024 work plan looks to continue the revival of the community trash bash coming up in the spring. And then, says Denal, In July of 2024, our plastics ban ordinance comes into play. So um, we now have some dedicated members to help support our business community in moving into that transition. Ecology Commission meetings are open to the public and take place in 2024 on the first Monday of every other month. The commission will be on Kodo's access at 4 p.m. on the Tuesdays before each of their meetings.
Take Three isn't your traditional classical music trio. The group, comprised of violin, cello, and piano, takes classical music and turns it on its head. Take Three will be in Telluride on Friday for a performance, a collaboration between Telluride Chamber Music and Palm Arts. KOTO News spoke with Take Three founder, violinist, and vocalist Lindsay Deutsch about her start in music and the upcoming performance. I started Take Three six years ago. We studied at the Juilliard School in New York. It's all about following very strict rules. And after 20 years of studying all the rules and following all the rules, I realized that my true passion was breaking (laughs) the rules. And so I found like-minded students at Juilliard and we decided to start a crossover group that had classical influence, but also pop, folk, Americana, country influence, and Take Three was born. We are in an age of technology, YouTube sound bites. And so everybody's really used to the really quick 30 seconds of exciting entertainment. Of course, classical music is a hundred year old art form. All the instruments we're playing on are hundreds of years old. And so our mission is how do we respect our thousands, tens of thousands of hours of training? How do we respect these composers who were so brilliant and geniuses in their own way? How do we bridge that gap between the old and the new, uh, we love to actually make matchups, which means that we will play two or three songs at the same time that have the same chord structure. So we're able to play Bach with a pop song. We're able to mash up Imagine Dragons Natural with opera. If we can do this, and if we can play it to to the highest caliber, if we can pay homage to the technique that we, you know, spend all of our blood, sweat, and tears working on since we were two years old, um, and then also, you know, get a, a new audience involved, then we're doing our job. I can pinpoint this whole love affair with classical music uh, back to a day in the life of me, uh, myself as a two-year-old. I was watching Sesame Street and I saw Itzhak Perlman playing with Bert and Ernie. And there was something about watching him and hearing the sound of the violin um, that I knew in that moment in a very powerful way that I was going to try my best to master that instrument. My whole childhood, if you had asked me 
even 10 years ago, if I could ever imagine playing pop music, I would have said, no way. It's not, I, I would never do that. It's not possible. And um, I'm so happy in my career now because I ended up having so much fear and anxiety surrounding playing a concerto with symphony orchestra because there was so much pressure to be perfect and to the page and to the letter of the law. And I felt like my entire personality was being lost in that process. And I didn't feel like it was me. And I didn't feel like I was saying anything honest because everything I played had an element of fear. Now, I can go out on stage, be 100% myself, and the audience, if they know anything, they know honesty. They know if you're true to your soul. They can tell right away. Um, and so uh, take three is kind of my answer to be able to have a career that's long-lasting in a way that I feel comfortable and confident in. And I'm really having the time of my life. That was Take Three founder and violinist Lindsay Deutsch talking about their upcoming performance. The Take Three show will take place on Friday, December 29th at 7 p.m. at the Palm Theater. Tickets are available at telluridechambermusic.org, telluridepalm.com, or at the door. As 2023 draws to a close, KOTO News is looking back and rerunning some of the big stories, or at least our favorites, from the last year. Today, we're rewinding to January, before the new Lift 9 was spinning its wheels. Conditions are bluebird, and the midday sun is warming the mountain air high up on the Telluride Resort. On this bright afternoon, following one of the biggest dumps of the season, skiers are shouldering their gear and trudging uphill from Sea Forever to the base of the shuttered Lift 9. This year, of course, the lift itself has been closed for a high-speed upgrade, but the terrain below is open and accessible as a hike to. Skier David Olson, catching his breath at the top, says skiing Lift 9 is worth the long trip over. It's been really cool this year. I think it's, uh, there's just kind of a different feeling to it. And, uh, I mean, this hike is pretty quick, but just working for it a little bit more, uh, I think keeps some people off of it and it keeps it fresh. And, I mean, yeah, you've got to go 4, 5, 6 or 14 just to get up here, so... Construction to replace the former chairlift with a high-speed quad lasted throughout the summer, but various delays hit the construction project and the targeted opening date in mid-December came and went. Cassidy Craig, who grew up in Telluride, says the closed lift comes with an upside. I mean, it's a we got to work with the bumps of not having the, the lift open, but I think it's great. We can still ski, so there's a silver lining there. It looks 
untracked and amazing. And you got to earn your turns. So when I asked Gears Cat Helterline and Ava Halper about the lift's extended closure, they agree it's been no problem at all. Absolutely blower. <laughs> uh, a privilege, honestly. What started out as a very annoying news has become a blessing in disguise. I think it's the best I've ever skied nine. Yeah. And there's no reef on Makeham or Spiral Stairs. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, but best ever. <laughs> With the lift closed, skiing down nine is pretty much a dead end into town at the Oak Street Plaza. Everyone I spoke with at the top was a Telluride resident fitting in their last run of the day. I asked Jake Spaulding if he ended every ski day with a trip down nine. Well, you know, I try to. It'd be crazy not to. And uh, But um, I'm going to go over here and get some... Uh, bushy trees and just kind of find my way and uh, I'm really grateful for the new lift and if it opens great if it doesn't I'm gonna live I'll be okay helper adds that with lift nine terrain you can't go wrong Oof, wherever the good snow is I mean everything's been skiing so well because it's very minimally tracked uh, I think the locals know their own spots the the Runs that are named are also very good. <laughs> this ski area continues to promise the lift will be open and operational before February. But from this mountainside pole, it doesn't seem the devotees of Lift 9 terrain are all too anxious for that day to come. I mean, I am psyched for it to actually like be up and running again, <laughs> but we'll see if that happens this year. And if it stays like this, then whatever. We'll be all right. Halper and Helterline concur. <laughs> Thanks, Ski Patrol, for letting this happen this year. Could have easily gone the other way. So, grateful. Keep Lift 9 closed forever. <laughs> the new Lift 9, silent and still, though very near complete, stands watch as hikers strap into skis and dive over the edge into the vast, untrammeled terrain below. To find more of KOTO's featured news stories from the year, go to koto.org and click Featured News Stories under the News tab. For many, the start of a new year brings the opportunity to set intentions and priorities for the months to come. What better than having some tea and tarot to calm the mind? The Wilkinson Public Library's final Tea and Tarot event of the year will take place on Sunday, December 31st. Join Jade Rose, Lauren Howie, Shannon Earthtree, and others from Sanctuary Collective to sit in silence and participate in a tea ceremony. The ceremony gives space for the water, fire, and tea leaves to communicate their subtle and silent tongue, allowing participants to access parts of their hearts we usually cannot reach. After the tea ceremony, leaders will draw cards for the entire group and individuals who want a personal tarot reading. Organizers note tarot is not about reading the future or divining destiny. Rather, the reading allows individuals to find themselves in the cards and speak to their current situation. Tea and Tarot takes place weekly at the Wilkinson Public Library at 2.30 p.m. on Sundays. Space is limited. Registration is available at telluridelibrary.org.
Most Colorado taxpayers will be getting more money back from the state next year as part of the Taxpayer Bill of Rights, or TABOR. Individuals will get $800, and joint filers will get $1,600. Every taxpayer will get the same amount regardless of income. A measure passed during last month's special legislative session did away with the previous tiered system that gave people with higher incomes larger refunds. Checks will be sent out in the spring. People who file their taxes early will get their refunds sooner. The Taxpayer Bill of Rights is an amendment in the state constitution that requires Colorado to pay back any excess tax revenue it collects to taxpayers. Snow totals across the western U.S. are lower than average for this time of year. KUNC's Alex Hager has more on the implications for water in the Colorado River. Nearly every part of Colorado, Utah, and Wyoming has less snow than usual for late December. Becky Bollinger is Colorado's assistant state climatologist. She says there's still time to close the gap. It's really going to be dependent on on what we see um, in January and February. And we're going to need an active January and February to make up these deficits and be okay. Snow in the Rocky Mountains makes up the majority of the water supply for the Colorado River, which flows to about 40 million people across the Southwest. I'm Alex Hager. The state of New Mexico has joined the Biden administration in establishing long-term limits on oil and gas development near Chaco Canyon National Park. For Rocky Mountain Community Radio, Clark Adamitis of KSUT and KSJD has more. On December 14, New Mexico State Land Commissioner Stephanie Garcia Richard extended a moratorium on oil and gas development around Chaco Canyon. The moratorium affects some 70,000 acres in an archaeologically rich region that's a patchwork of federal, state, and private lands. Garcia Richard placed an initial moratorium four years ago. Last Thursday, she said they would remain in place for an additional 20 years. The decision comes following an executive order from the Biden administration last June, which placed a 20-year ban on oil and gas drilling on federal lands in the Chaco region. Oil and gas companies and Navajo Nation President Boo Nigren opposed the restrictions. For KSUT and KSJD, I'm Clark Adamitis. The National Weather Service forecast for the western San Juans calls for mostly clear skies tonight with a low around 5 degrees. Thursday should be sunny during the day and mostly clear at night. The high is in the mid-30s with a low around 20. Friday calls for sunny skies with a high near 40 degrees. Friday night expect mostly clear skies with a low around 20. This has been the news for Wednesday, December 27th. Thanks for listening. If you have a story idea or a news tip, call the news team at 970-728-3206.